And welcome to episode 14 of Kayfabe is Not Dead. I'm your host, CJ. And tonight, we got Dapper and yep. the one and only Jess. How's it going? Oh, so swimmingly well. <laughs> well. You know, when you're on top of the mountain and you just got to look down upon your subjects, it's divine. Well, for those... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, what, what, was there some background noise going when you were talking there? It sounded like somebody sighing heavily that they couldn't even get on the board tonight. Uh, well, it's hard to beat you when you play it safe the whole way through the predictions. Well, for those for those that didn't read the play title... Play it safe and win. Uh, <laughs> for those that yeah. didn't read the title of this episode, this is our uh, Money in the Bank review, and uh, our last episode... We do predictions just like we do for all of our the various WWE pay-per-views. So um, currently, Jess was uh, going into this the uh, the current predictions champ. So without further ado, let's let's go ahead and uh, talk about what happened. And just like the pa- last pay-per-view, Extreme Rules, we did not have the correct pre-show card. They literally <laughs> changed it today. Yeah. <laughs> It so, changed today. So but I will say this: the way we picked them, where we said the fashion police were going over the clones, I just assumed would carry that over to the clones will lose <laughs> their match and the fashion police would win their match. I probably yeah, would we just, have. We matched that one one for one. I probably would have said the if I knew that it was the hype brothers, which is who Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley, yeah. correct? Yeah. Okay. And the clones, I probably would have predicted the Hype Brothers. I think all of us would have. Yeah. Um, I will say, having never seen this iteration of the Hype Brothers, I don't think I've even seen Zack Ryder, um, unless he's wrestled this year. Uh, well, he's been out for six months. Yeah. But when they created the Hype Brothers, Zack Ryder, after he lost, I believe, the Intercontinental title, and that, like, the day after WrestleMania, that he won it in a ladder match. He pretty much went down to NXT, hooked up with Mojo Riley, and became the Hype Brothers, and were like dominating the tag team division. So he's been he's been involved in the Intercontinental scene. So he's he's definitely not a scrub. Yeah. No, he he won the Intercontinental Championship. I, I heard in a the match. I, I heard the current rumor is everybody's assuming he's going to turn heel against Mojo pretty shortly. Um, hmm. I mean that wouldn't shock me. They 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 have a decent amount of tag teams on both Raw and SmackDown. So I don't know if there's enough room for well, I mean, the Hype Brothers, but you know, they can... he got hurt, he was like I think they were the number one contenders for the title. Well, do, don't doesn't American Alpha fulfill that slot that the Hype Brothers are in as far as the those super happy positive faces? <laughs> yes, but they need Kurt Angle on their side. <laughs> you cannot yeah, that, be that... Olympians. It's just baffling to me that they didn't get drafted over to Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just the injury that's preventing that, or do you think it's going to be something that comes after the fact and it's just going to be I think it's going to be in the next draft once they realize, you know what, we're going to keep Kurt in with Raw and not substitute him for somebody else again. Do you think he's going to be a long-term fix? Well, you know what? Let's go to this pay-per-view. We'll talk Raw during Raw's time. Yeah, I, I will say uh, the Hype Brothers do go over. 
Um, and I will say the crowd was definitely into them. So yeah. I'm assuming they were. Because they just ate the colognes. I'm, I'm assuming they were super over in NXT. Yeah. Okay. And when they were on the raw, the uh, SmackDown roster, they were over. Cool. Uh, Jess, uh, do you have any comment about the Hype Brothers or this match overall? Uh, you know, I, I didn't really care much <laughs> one way or the other. It is the I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if we should all communicate real quick and put in guesses, but ultimately it didn't matter. It was a fairly predictable match. Mm-hmm. So... Uh... Um, with that said, we'll we'll move on to the start, the surprising start of the match, which was the women's, or start of the pay-per-view, I should say. The women's Money in the Bank ladder match started oh, the pay-per-view. Oh, shit. <laughs> and this, this match was, I really enjoyed it, but this finish, holy shit. I was pumped in the beginning because I'm like, look at that. Tamina's just dominating everyone. But then I'm they like, I her know. Up, man. She's Nia Jax now. And I, I thought I was going to win this one because I guessed uh, Becky Lynch. Becky. And, yeah. and she had a very strong showing for the majority of the match. Uh, hey, and then this finish. I was going to say, let this be a reminder. This is how behind WWE like executives are to the women revolution yeah, that so, they had a man win the only oh, women's Oh, stealing my material. Look so, at you, Dap. Is there an original thought in that head, boy? So, so spoiler alert for people that haven't watched the pay-per-view, obviously. Uh, Ellsworth, James Ellsworth, who accompanies Carmella to uh, the ring for all of her various matches. Yes, and he, I know, even though I hate him, I'm wearing his hat. He runs... <laughs> He runs in and climbs the ladder while all the women have simultaneously been knocked down and they're all unconscious. And technically, because the refs even like have a fit on the outside, it suddenly becomes like a hockey game where they're trying to figure out what goalie interference is or offsides. So they're like, oh crap, well technically this isn't a no DQ match. But well, a he's yeah, not a woman. Whoever touches and... that briefcase and has it off the hook first. <laughs> and a he's not involved in the match, and b he's not even in this division. He's not a woman, so what the hell? And they're like, well, well technically Carmelo is the one that caught it, so I guess she won. What, what <laughs> aggravates me is how there's you see it's two two on one with the refs. Two refs are being like, he wasn't even in the match. This is unprecedented. And the other one's like. She got the box, like she got the case, and then they're still arguing and discussing it. And then all of a sudden, Ellsworth just walks over and he's like, and you're a new champion. Yeah, he grabs Carmella, the mic. And then they're like, oh, well, I guess since we announced it, it's over. Yeah. It's in the um, books now. Has... Well, they did announce that this would be addressed immediately. One of the first things Daniel Bryan's doing when he comes back. Well, I know Shane yeah. said something on Twitter. Well, that's the about thing that how... aggravates me, too, is like, I get Daniel Bryan. He, like, he's not there. But Shane's like, this is so disappointing. Then why didn't you come out? Yeah. <laughs> and why didn't you walk through the curtain? And I don't know if you guys could tell, but the uh, the, the the theme music that they were cutting to, uh, or playing in the background for the majority of tonight's pay per view, I'm pretty sure was a version of Shane's theme, yes. the money, money, yeah. money. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty ironic that he doesn't. The only thing he can say, as far as the the confines of the show are concerned is to have something on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, it, oh, I'm so I think, disappointed. They I think, robbed us. I, I think as far as the Jeez. outcome of this match, I mean, Carmella having the the case does make a lot of sense. 
No, she was the best choice for it. I predicted her based off the storytelling possibilities they had for her. I just it really all worked how out is, exactly how is she as the I best, said. How is she the best choice? Right now, all we have done is put everyone in title contingency with a little peon on the sidelines. That's all we've done. We have The Miz with Maurice. Okay. We have Gender yeah, with the Singh brothers. You seem to forget who's on what show. No, I'm just saying all titles in general. The with, only person... with the writing in general, I guess, is what you're. Well, getting. we're yeah. going in the SummerSlam. The heels need to have the belt so the faces can take it. Oh my god. Well, okay. There was but two. It's there, stupid. There was two things I wanted to throw out there. One, do you think the WWE would ever actually make, not necessarily Ellsworth, but like the the heel manager or whatever, the guy in the scenario, the actual <laughs> contract holder for the women's title fight, so that it, Ellsworth would be the or somebody like him in a in a different scenario, I mean, would be the Santino. one to cash in. Santino held, held the women's title. He's the only man to have ever held the women's championship. Okay, so it has been done. Yeah, they dressed him up as a girl. Jesus Christ. Santina. Oh, God. His sister. It sounds And he awful. won the championship against Beth Phoenix. Yeah, I believe. Ja Jamie Ellsworth comes out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the other thing I wanted to ask was, um, is this the first time... I got to imagine this has happened before where somebody else has interfered in the no. match and gotten the briefcase... No. No, this is the first time that's happened. This is the first that's why Charles Robinson, the ref, was saying this is unprecedented. Oh, okay. It's never been done before. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know the WWE, they say that for every fucking match. Every, they do. Everything. Everything's unprecedented, yeah, but, so and I know the money in the bank, they've was, done it for what, like ten years now? Something like that. Yeah. But this is definitely like the unprecedented. Yeah. No one who was not involved in the match has ever just walked in took the belt and locked I'm out sh i'm okay. shocked i'm i'm honestly shocked it took that lo this long for that to happen see i had another swerve theory that didn't involve ellsworth in which uh, kevin owens was going to do it but i'm like you know what they'll probably save that for another year now Owens uh, taking the the women's bank he just comes out there pissed off because i thought they might do the women as the main event for something oh. different because no. this was the first time. I was like, you know what? Maybe if they'll they change did, that If they up. did the women's as the main event and pulled off that stunt, that arena would have been burnt to the ground. I think it could work, but the the women's division I mean, has they to. Were I think they have to, to have more experience before they could They were that. supposed to be the pre-show at Mania, and there was such a backlash that they got moved into the main. Well, yeah, look who was in the Mania match. You had good wrestlers. I, Who's I, in this one? Carmella, Ellsworth. I don't know if yeah, we've. They I don't, don't belong there. I don't know if we've technically discussed it on the show, but I'm pretty sure the women are going to headline a pay per view soon. And One day, it wouldn't vaginas of fire. <laughs> and I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't imagine that it's out of the realm of possibility that they headline a WrestleMania in five years. I'll with, be dead by then. <laughs> with is that, when they will headline a WrestleMania. Uh, with that said. Um, I think we, uh, do we have anything else we wanted to touch on with this match? I thought there were there were some great spots. Were, were there any standout moments for you guys besides the finish? I mean, I just I liked how there's certain wrestlers that'll take bumps and certain wrestlers that won't take bumps. There was that um, like was, Natalia <laughs> takes a bump on, there, a, on a ladder. There was that Charlotte Flair um, 
flip, flip. flippy do that see, but she but that's does. the thing though is like it was cool the first time she did it well this was now a she does salt. it every two weeks well this wasn't a moonsault it was something slightly different it's so. oh it's it's just, just saying just saying just just a I want to say it. Just a cunt hair's difference is what it is. <laughs> wow. wow, language. This is a now, PG now, show. Now we're uh, now now the the lines no are blurring, and and I think I think Dapper's taking a uh, a page out of Jess's book. He needs to he, he needs to develop an edge to get over the hump and get his championship back. Uh, and, and Jess, did you have any uh, comments on the match overall? Well, like I said, I I really kind of had this one predicted. I just, you had I just, Carmella I, winning. You did I had not Carmella winning. I said Ellsworth was going to get involved. I, I even pitched the idea off podcast to you of Ellsworth winning it. But said I that did. would just you, be ridiculous you, because it would be I a man winning it. the first ever <laughs> women's match. Well, I think so I pitched it. And I think it does. No way they would look that. Well, I think it does make sense to give Carmella the case. I, I will say over the match, uh, I think it did. This match just goes to show, and through the various uh, multi-man tag matches they've done, this has clearly established the hierarchy of of skill. I don't think there's any question, especially after this match, that Charlotte and Becky Lynch are a step above everybody else in the division right now. And, but Carmella has been improving, and her, her having the case definitely opens up some some. The only thing that I lines. can see coming of this from both the women's and the men's ladder match, Money in the Bank winning, is I hope they do what they used to do, where the champ would be walking backstage and then just get blindsided, refs there, count one, two, three, and lose the belt. Yeah. Because they got such heelish people. I hope they do backstage shenanigans with have they ever Have they ever had it to where, like, a, uh, a heels tried to get, not buddy-buddy with the authority specifically, but buddy buddy with yeah. like a ref and have like a ref no. with him at all times because he's like ready to cash in. No, but they've had people like when they used to do like uh Raw is War kind of things where they had they've, somebody they've staying had the at home. Figures, but I think the the ref the refs are the most underutilized storytelling element they have in my opinion. Because right they now. don't care about the refs anymore. But they used to they used to have people like Randy Orton sitting at his house. And then, like, Triple H come busting through his door and beating him up. Or somebody coming at, like, Steve Austin at his house and slamming him into a kiddie pool and things like that. Like, where they, it's literally, because the contract is anytime, any place, anywhere. Now it's only during pay-per-views in the last two minutes of the pay-per-view for the heavyweight title. Like, the, the rules used to be so broad to where it's like, oh, I'm heading home now. And you get your head slammed through your car window, and you get pinned for three count. One, two, three. Oh, I'm the champ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, with that said, like, I uh, hope they start bringing that back with heels winning. I think we're gonna have <laughs> a lot more on this. Hey, this wait, topic. wait, wait, tap. Hold on, tap. You gotta clarify that with heels winning. Yeah, well, heels just heels won everything. Briefcase. Heels winning the briefcase. They should do heelish things. Like what we're gonna not, discuss not when during the women's match when Carmella. Yeah, well, that was we'll, a like I said, move. we'll we'll get we'll get to that once we get to the the Naomi Lana match. We'll we'll definitely touch upon what they could do with the the briefcase because we can't really talk about that without discussing the the actual champion. 
Uh, well, that's so a perfect segue into it. We got the Usos versus the New Day. Uh, this is a really this is a really good match. I mean, once again, the Usos do not. Ever since they've gone heel, they haven't put on a bad match. I don't think they've got mm-hmm. a bit given a bad promo. Obviously, the New Day know what they're doing. This isn't new to them. Um, it was a midnight hour to uh, to get the almost. It was like a, a two point. It was a two point nine count. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jimmy was Jimmy the one getting pinned, or was he the I one think that interfered? So. Okay, so I think uh, Jimmy was getting pinned. Jay Uso pulls Jimmy out, and they just go grab the belts and just walk, walk away. away. The ultimate, out, bro. the ultimate heel <laughs> yep. move. Why doesn't every That's heel what they do should this? Do. <laughs> I'm so glad they finally pulled off a heel finish. Like so, they're like, you know, what? we're gonna we're gonna take you to the USO Penitentiary. Uh, you know, you're kind of beating our asses a little bit. We're just gonna take our ball and go home. Do you think they'd ever, um, the USOs would ever get big enough? I mean, if they're willing to name a pay per view Great Balls of Fire, why don't we incorporate this penitentiary theme into an actual oh, pay per view? <laughs> they will. I mean, we're pretty much doubling the pay per view quantity right now. Yeah. Hence, Great Ball of Fire, bringing back Roadblock, bringing back the Elimination Chamber. What are they going to do in like, your house or King of the Ring? <laughs> Yeah, I mean you never know. They might, they might do like Elimination Chamber on Raw, and do Penitentiary on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, and have the Usos main event it. Well, um, oh, uh, before we get too ahead of ourselves, I guess we should recap our our predictions for the women's match. I had Becky Lynch. Jess, you had. Uh, I'm sorry, you cut out there. Say again. Oh. Jess, you had Carmella, correct? Yes, I had Carmella with Ellsworth. And then, yes. and then Dapper. I had Tamina, and our fourth mystery guest, who I'm gonna say destroyed the television, had <laughs> Charlotte for the oh, win. Okay, that's right, that's right. So anyway, moving back to the uh, the match, the Usos technically they lose, <laughs> um, they disqualified themselves by getting counted out it uh counted mm-hmm. out so the new day technically win but they don't get the belts champions advantage so i but i actually like we decided on the prediction rules our rules is that if it's a championship match whoever becomes champion wins the match is that what we decided that's what we decided because that's how um i think just won one match that was a championship match, like uh, inter- oh, boys. <laughs> the Intercontinental one. If you That's prefer, I'll just take my belts and go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what did you think of the match, uh, Jess? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought there was some great back and forth to it. I mean, as far as a high point, Dap, CJ, did you guys feel there was one to this match? I mean, I thought it was probably... It, it shows why these two teams are the top of the tag team division. It just made, I know we're going to talk about it later down the line, it just made the Fashion Police match look like crap. <laughs> like, I felt like I swapped over to, like, an well, NXT I, I or think, I think we can some minor league. We'll, we'll definitely well, touch see, that, upon that's the interesting. difference. New Day, I felt, you know, they're incredible. They are the A-team. I thought the Usos kept up with them perfectly. But I didn't think the other uh, the other match was bad by any means. But we'll get to that one. Yeah. In terms super of quick. what... Hmm? It was super quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but I mean, I thought I thought the Usos match was great. I loved the finish. I loved how it wasn't so predictable with the false finishes, to where they weren't kicking out at two and three quarters, but it was like two and seven eighths. The teammate broke up the thing, mm-hmm. broke up the pinfall, like at the very end, to where it's like you get these finishers. They're not kicking out of them, so you're keeping the finisher strong, but you're showing how in sync the tag teams are. That they're able to be like, nope, pulling you out of the ring, or no, I'm going to break up the match. They might have that. They might have that twin telepathy going on, like uh, Breezango have right now. Yeah, that 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 does. That's a really good insight, Dap. Yeah, I think you said it really well. I mean, this was a great back and forth match in terms of. You think it's about to end and something interferes yeah. or they, they just found a way to stall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I thought we were going to, I thought I was going to lose because I picked the Usos like six times. <laughs> but then when Jimmy's getting pinned, Jace comes in or vice versa. I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, I think we were texting every, uh, we were texting each other and one of you guys pointed out uh, a Brizongo New Day. Um, Usos triple threat. I hate triple threats. Yeah, I've seen enough multi man matches the last of week. They should just have a pay per view called Triple Threat. Well, I and think, just have a whole bunch of triple threats. I think the Usos are probably going to keep the belts until that triple threat match happens. I think they're just going to keep the belts till they end up making a match where the tag team is kind of like the main event, semi main. Where it's like a no disqualification, false count anywhere type of you tag know, match. You know what they should do? Either and that fall... could be the penitentiary match. I was about to say the, they ooh, should either so penitentiary match. they should either do a false count anywhere, uh, a, a boiler room type of thing, or a hell in the cell because you know prison cell. Uh, yeah. And but I think it should be a triple threat between Fandango or Brizongo. <laughs> Let let the fashion police just be what they are. The the fashion police are over. Let it it happen, man. Let it happen. They can be over, but they don't need to be champions to be over. Let them be champions. I feel feel that's kind of becoming the problem on SmackDown is none of these guys really need the belt. None of these people really need the spotlight. They're all there. I think mean, so, I think Brizongo I, I could do some great things with the belt because it would legitimize them. No, I agree it would legitimize them, but I feel like that's not oh, something they're interested in. You're going to say it's going to legitimize doing. the belt. I'm like, it will never. It'll bastardize the belt. The belt. Okay, this is going to be a very controversial statement, but the belts are essentially props, and uh, they what? give they give meaning to guys. The belts can. The belts can be used as a tool to put guys over. And yes, but it... the belt itself has to be over. That's why they took the belt and gave it to Brock Lesnar. Because they're like, Brock Lesnar is the most over babyface right now. <laughs> and so they're like, let's give it to him. Well, and... So now it's kind of making the world title, the universal title, mean something. Yeah. Same with Intercontinental. You guys said how much you hated Dean Ambrose holding it, so they gave it back to The Miz. Because you hate him so much that you want him to lose it, and he keeps winning, and you're like, crap, I hate him to hate him, but he's really not that bad of a wrestler. Well, I just want to throw it out there. 
I like Dean. I just think he has like that underdog mentality. He works better like that yeah. than how he yeah. was being written as of the current champ. I, I think his run as the WWE champ was probably a little bit better. Yes. Um, but any anything else on this tag match? No, I thought it was executed pretty much. I would say this was probably one of the better matches of the pay-per-view, in I'd my agree. opinion. I'd agree. Uh, Jess? I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, as f- terms of best match on the pay-per-view, I didn't say it was not. the best. I said one of the best. There's only, like, two really good matches. This yes. was one of them. Yeah. So then, then we had the. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it was just because I knew I was going to win going into this, or just knowing how mad you were going to be afterwards losing to me yet again. But I thoroughly enjoyed this pay per view. I thought almost every match was was great. <laughs> so of tech... course, because you're just like, who's the heel? They won. Who's the heel? They won. Technically, we all picked the Usos to win. They walked out with the belt, so we all predicted that essentially next next we have naomi versus lana in the surprising u.s or not u.s uh, the surprising women's title match lana this is technically her second match uh Mm -hmm. so it this has not had any build-up but lana has shown that she actually has used whatever extra time she's had in the training facility to where she actually has a legit move set yeah, I like that finisher she's got. It's like a, a version of the spine buster. Mm-hmm. I never saw her picking somebody up and spine bustering someone. But she did it almost twice. <laughs> I did like that the refs themselves were calling out that, you know, this is her second match and it's a title yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I did like how they showed the uh, preview before the match. Cause I always I'm trying to figure out how does she have a title shot, and they just they said I want to fight Lana. Are you sure? I'm so sure I'll put up my title belt for it. Okay, you're gonna have that a match against yeah, Lana for the well, title belt. I, I think the whole angle is Naomi can't even believe that Lana wants to even try. It's like like Naomi's mindset being the champ, and I'm not saying that this is correct. I think this is just how they're how she's imagining herself she's essentially brock lesnar in her brain like she's gonna she's gonna eat lana alive she's gonna eat her eat and spit her out and this is gonna be like a a one to two minute long match and it wasn't gonna be a big deal and i think lana surprised her and lana surprised a lot of the crowd today i think i think she was like i want to just beat her down and shane's like no we got other things planned for you and then she's just like, no, I want to do this so bad, I'll put the title belt on the line for it. Mm-hmm. I think is what happened. Like well, she just also, let her pride get to her. Well, also Naomi needs to do whatever she can to submit him, uh, to legitimize her run as the champ right now because I think everybody's clamoring for Charlotte or Becky Lynch right now. Yeah, but I they, mean, we need to break. I don't know if them. that's just me, but. Uh, we need to break from the four horsewomen. What, what do you think, Jess? Oh, something that I really enjoyed is that during this match, I really started to picture Naomi as a champion. I mean, she's held the belt a lot longer than anybody at this point in terms of the women division. Bailey held it for almost nothing. Charlotte kept passing it back and forth with Sasha. I, Naomi's just you mean held they didn't it. earn those I mean, five-time five women it, championships? 
Say again? Year? You mean they didn't <laughs> earn that five-time women's championship in like six months? Yeah. I'm just saying it's, they were it, goes, Randy Orton, John it goes Cena. back to the discussion. It's Is it the length of time with the belt or is it the, you know, what they do with it? And I'm starting to think it might be a length of time. Yeah. Yes. At least Same that's what I started to think during this match because I was like, you know what? I almost don't want to see it switch hands. I kind of like the notion that this person's the champ. Everybody wants to fight him. It's not moving every day. That's what builds the legitimacy of the belt. And then when somebody takes the belt, you're like, oh, my God, they just beat the, let's say, nine-month reign Naomi had. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, my God, they just beat uh, Nikki Bella's record. Like when Charlotte beat it, even though they didn't want to mention it. When Charlotte beat her record, they were like, oh, my God, she won. This is what makes Charlotte a great champion. Well, but then I, they threw in the technicality of, oh, well, she had the women, the Divas belt. Then it switched over to the Women's Championship. So she hasn't really broke the record yet. I wanted to bring up something. So um, Carmella does come out during the match, and she comes back out with her newly won Money in the Bank briefcase, but she doesn't cash it in. Uh, so this... this is how you know she doesn't deserve it. She comes out before the match ever ended. Well, no, this I this is basically exactly what we were even saying during the prediction that they could do. If Lana mm-hmm. had one, Carmella probably would have cashed in. I love the mind games Carmella is doing because she probably knew right away she wasn't going to cash it in, but she wants mm-hmm. to fuck with everyone. Including the crowd yeah. and the announcers. That's and why I think this else. would be great if she attacks Naomi from behind backstage or in the locker room or something to make you think she's going to catch this belt anytime, anywhere. What do you uh, What do you think, Jess? Her coming out there I thought was perfect. It's starting to build the heat for her because she really is kind of an unknown. I mean, people for, who watch NXT know her pretty well. People who have followed her. Yeah, they know like her Jenner. as... They know her as the uh, Enzo Big Cass valet. Third, third wheel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, man. I, it's my big problem right now is anybody who gets called up from NXT ultimately doesn't do anything. And that's well, kind of where they, I feel like she was. huge in NXT, and then they bring them up, and you're but like, they don't oh my tell God, you who they are and why person. they care. Well, that's one thing I don't like about it is they, they wait for, like, Asuka to be undefeated. Then they're going to bring her up. But yet you're still pushing like Charlotte, Naomi, let's say Natalia's having retirement year and they're giving her a big push. And it's like, do you end Asuka's huge undefeated reign so they can continue the push? Or are you going to end these pushes that you're already starting? That's why I feel like they're keeping Asuka down in NXT. Same way they kept Finn Balor down for so long. So, uh, I mean, Balor was a draw. Asuka's a draw. And I feel that's something that's missing from the main event card now is we have AJ Styles. Yeah. Well, let's stick who to else, the women. Let's, let's, let's right. stick to the well, women. I'll continue this discussion later. But Charlotte, I'm, I'm Alexa In terms Bliss. of those outstanding superstars. Yeah, you got to you got In terms of those outstanding superstars and name draws, I feel like, I, I don't know, like the way they booked Shinsuke, it's, it just has me thinking like they don't want superstars. They just want people who can – mid-card essentially well because they found out you can't you can't book off of one name like when john cena was the top dog 
they were at their like lowest rating. Well, they don't. They don't have a stone. What happens right? when? Yeah, but Cena vs. Rock was the biggest uh, WrestleMania. Why do you think the Rock came back? Because they had no one. It's like, hey, Dwayne, can you please come out here so we can get people to show up to our event? Well, all right. Here, here would be a good way of. Putting, I mean, uh, they even brought Hulk Hogan out. We got, Ni- we got we're, Night we're of Champions getting, coming out. Hold on. Let me just finish this up real quick. We got Night of Champions coming down the road. If you had to pick one person from SmackDown that's going to fight one person from Raw, do you feel there's two overly outstanding people? For the women's division, yes. No, no, for the women's is one thing, but for the men's right now. Oh, yeah, there's plenty yes. of people. Yeah. Yes. Who, who are those two superstars that stand head and shoulders above? Oh, uh, Either, AJ, uh, Kevin you know, Owens. The people... Uh, yeah, and then you got Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton. You yeah, could you put any of those guys. You guys aren't seeing it. <laughs> no, all you see is Jinder Mahal's ass. Yeah, that's you, all you see. I mean, I, I don't even want to bother slamming you. I will do this pay per view. Yeah. You know, well, it's two yeah. in the morning. So, I got I got things to do. So Naomi reverses uh, into a submission move, and Lana is forced to tap. Carmella then just trolls everybody and runs away back to the locker room. I will. I want to say this about that that submission move Naomi does. How are you supposed to get out of that? Like, are you supposed to? Are you supposed to reverse it somehow? It Roll kinda, it up somehow? It, it kind of looked like, like the, the rings of Saturn that. Uh, that yeah, like I'm just looking at it. And I'm like, because whenever I watch submissions, I'm trying to I'm trying to look for those moves of where like the person putting in put into the submission has a way out and i'm looking at that and i'm like lana's sitting with her back to the ropes hands thrown behind, tied behind her back like she's not going anywhere unless naomi tapped. wants her to go yeah. and i'm just like how are you supposed to get out of that hey naomi's uh she's very athletic and i like some of her her moveset i think uh she just needs a little more polish especially on yeah. the mic Yes. Um, but yeah, the mic skills before. Um, but uh, <laughs> so after that, um, I mean, I definitely see Carmella cashing in. She could cash in whenever on Naomi. I could definitely see that. But they might, they might even wait until Charlotte or Becky get the belt. I even see Lana kind of working her way up somehow. Yeah, like, I, I'm too. seeing some potential with Alana. Do you think they're going to continue this feud? I think they're gonna. Yeah, They're going maybe, to do maybe on a on Raw like a or a SmackDown. Yeah, I don't see it going to another pay-per-view. Yeah, so, I don't see it going to another pay-per-view. But I see it, I see it getting like a, a SmackDown thing going. So, so then we get uh, an episode of The Fashion Files. AKA, no, no, no. Fashion Vice. A.K.A. Fashion Vice. And uh, kind of like Archer. And, uh, also known as Miami Vice yeah. with Mr. Fuji and Don Morocco. So, so the Fashion Police get challenged to a match at Money in the Bank. Uh, they get a, a, a VHS of some, two mysterious uh, individuals in uh, covered in, in darkness and shadow and like voice modulation. Yes. They dropped But some... it was so obvious who they were. But they... that didn't make sense to me. Why are the two, you know, crazy people who a week ago, two weeks ago, sorry, we saw screaming in a closet at each other. Then attack. Well, I Proficient think... enough with 1990s technology. <laughs> I, I, maybe the... the VCR and the... Maybe, I will say this, maybe though. Huffing, maybe Huffing lead paint 
increases your uh, ability to use older technology. I will say this, though, that I do like about the fashion vice or fashion police is the little, like, Easter eggs they put in there. Oh, yeah. Like, not just, not just like, the poly phone, because he was poly dangerously when he had the cell phone. But the fact when they got the VHS, he's like, of the Coliseum? No, I don't think so. <laughs> because everybody used to have the VHS tapes of the Coliseum matches. I believe it was in, like, California. Like, with Roddy Piper and Ric Flair and all that. Yeah, so uh, so then they drop some Michael Jackson uh, song titles, and uh, yeah. eventually they beat it to the uh, to the ring. So uh, I thought it was another great little skit. I mean, they're they're totally over with me. But you can tell, like the whole idea of the Ascension being it made no sense to where even JBL was like, "Wait, why are the Ascension here? Why did they do it?" Well, Wait, they already got beat because American Alpha didn't get cleared like they thought it was. Well, and they, they were going to, <laughs> and they want uh, they want to be on TV because they haven't in like three months. <laughs> I know, but I feel like the Fashion Police are just going to be like that little goofball skit that's going to stay as a, a strong mid card. So, I don't see them going champions. So then we had the one of the stranger moments I've seen in a pay per view, and you guys are going to have to give me context because I'm the relative newbie coming back to everything. Who the hell is Maria Canillas? And I have no idea. Who she, she used is. to be, she used to be a women's champion. Okay. Back, like, I guess seven years ago. And it was during the time where all the divas, once they won championship gold, they posed in playboy. So she's one of those who the guy is. I have no idea, but even JBL was like, I guess Mike took his her name. Yeah. So very, I'm just like, very I don't even think they knew what was going on. Very like, I honestly feel like they keep JBL out of the loop just to get his honest reactions. Yeah. I do want to say this. when This was something I found really funny about that Lana match going back to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I sure. had, okay. Uh, so, sorry, I completely forgot I was doing some work while we were podcasting. So I was slightly distracted. But um, I had the little one with me. First words out of his mouth were when Lana came out. That's the prettiest woman ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's working. I hope they do something yeah. with Rusev. I hope they do. Like, I'm, the, I'm the hoping power so couple. too. But I, I I really think she was killing it this pay per view. I, th- I like the look. I, think, I like everything. I think they're gonna make them separate. I think I'm hoping they do that too. But I would like to see Rusev eventually pop back up. <laughs> So oh, um, he'll never pop up. <laughs> and I'm, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jess, but I think all of us had Naomi going over. No, uh, I had yes. Lana. I picked Lana. Okay. But I went dark horse for a story So do we have uh, any other comments on Maria Canillas? No, it's she should. It was a thing that happened. I had exci- no idea what was going on. Should I be <laughs> excited? No. No, nobody cares. She her. was in the time. She was in the time where all the all the women's champions were like supermodels, and they literally passed the belt monthly yeah. or every other month. So then we get I mean, the. Yeah. You think they're just bringing her back the, so that uh, Mickey James has somebody to fight? <laughs> well, she's on. I don't wrong. know. I know. But I'm telling you, they're setting up for Night of Champions. I mean, that I would think... be cool. I think they're just get making her the SmackDown Mickey James, okay. where she's like, "Oh, the first woman of wrestling is back." No, 
that's been that title's been taken by May Young. Yeah. <laughs> like back in come on, the, that's why they call uh, it the, the May Young Classic. Yeah. I was about yeah. to comment on that. We got the May Young Classic coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So then we have the uh the WWE championship match. The mm-hmm. the modern day <laughs> Maharaja himself, Jinder Mahal, versus Randy Orton in his hometown of St. Louis in front of his dad and some uh some of his family, his extended uh wrestling family. How hard would it be to get some of those guys to come back for a Royal Rumble just to walk in and get thrown out? I mean, oh my God, dude, those guys, some of those guys. Well, they're would all die. like not medically cleared. Yeah, they, <laughs> they would fall to the outside. And, like, it break did their make head. me amazingly happy to see so many old timers back, especially like Slaughter. I love the Baron. And... Yeah, where he's just like the claw. Yeah, yeah doing the claw. <laughs> I was really hoping he was going to put the claw on the Singh brothers. The the original my hopes, claw. My hopes were when the Singh brothers start to interfere. The, the legends are jumping the fence. They're yeah, coming outside, out to play. Outside of the the guy getting thrown into him, not much was done with them. No, just a very, very shoddy interaction with them. So with the okay, okay, so let, let's let's recap uh, what what happened a little bit. So uh, so Ginger does have the Singh brothers accompany him, and I thought this was a pretty good match. Uh, it mm-hmm. was it was back and forth until Mahal starts targeting Randy's knee and shoulder eventually yep. randy takes control and even lands an rko and this is where the, the shit show be- begins so it looks like yes. it looks like it went downhill from here it looks like randy's about to win and then the Singh brothers do uh pull uh pull gender away uh and then they get they get involved and threaten randy's father this causes orton jr can i just say this real quick did you notice when the Singh brothers grabbed Bob Orton Sr., one Singh brother actually had him, the other one just had his fist, like, right by his chin, like he was grabbing the collar but never actually held the collar? Yeah. And then you see Ric Flair in the bag. He's like, don't do it. Like, Rick, what are you going to do? You don't even have your fists up. Well, yeah, you're just it... standing there because you're Ric Flair and you have to be in every shot. And it, it, it looked like he was kind of holding him like if he had a knife in his hand. But he... Well, they brought yeah. out that he had some was, sort of issue with his this. arms, too. It was this, and the other Singh brother was like this. <laughs> That's uh, how I'm like, no one's going to, he's not even going to try and like slowly grab the collar. Yeah. So this causes. We're just going to leave. This causes Randy to freak out, and he proceeds to murder the brothers again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we even see an RKO through the table. This allows Ginger enough time to recover and lands his finisher, the Coloss, a.k.a. the, the chicken wing uh, suplex. And he gets the pin, and he, he goes over clean again over Randy. I will say this. I hope I'm to gonna... God this is the end of this feud, at least for now. Holy fuck. <laughs> I will yeah, say I wouldn't that, mind but... seeing Randy go off to fight uh, Rusev or something, but I'm done. I'm done with these two fighting. It's I, w- I will say this coming from it. The beginning, I thought was great. I'm like, oh my god, Jinder Mahal is going to fight, and he did, and he put up a good fight. Great back and forth action. I'm like, you know what? I've listened to Jinder Mahal talk offset, and I'm like, he seems like a decent guy. Oh, he's now this, showing me. Is, no, here's here it is. Is, is this he's now showing me he can wrestle? Is this Stafford the getting Singh over? Brothers, no, the Singh brothers screw him up because all it is, is he had a. You have to admit he had a great match with Randy match. in the beginning, and then what yeah, killed it? 
was the Singh brothers. They killed it. Well, I think Jinder, I think, I mean, I'm kind of with Jinder, I'm kind of on his side, though, because, like, just imagine the writer's room. They're sitting in, they're they're talking about, like, the overall layout of the match, and then they're like, well, we we need a table spot. You know, we have this ladder match with with the money in the bank, so we need we're, we're we need not... a table spot because this is extreme rules. Oh wait, no, never mind. No, and then Ginger <laughs> what would have I mean... been even better though. But well... is when the Singh brothers grabbed Bob Orton Senior, you have Baron Von whatever just iron claw one of them. Well, that's Rick what I was Flair saying. With them doing something. Like, let the legends beat up the oh, Singh that brothers. Would, that would be great, but I think the reason, like, gender... Like, why were they there? Gender in this meeting, in the, in, the, in the writer's room, is probably like, oh, I don't want to go through the table. Have one of the Singh brothers do it. Like, oh, I'm pretty that's sure pretty he's genius like... on his part. I'm not going to go through a table. I'm the champ. He's like, where are you going to find somebody else who could speak Punjabi at this hour? (laughs) You put one of the Singh brothers through that table. I'm pretty sure he was like, you know what? The Singh brothers are out there. They've been great sports with everything. Let them have a shot at something. Let's put them through some tables. Get them some TV time. Yeah. They don't wrestle. I do have to say this, Dab. I was hoping you'd go a little more for gender side because I do have to comment. It is becoming so painfully obvious he is roiding up like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Thank wow. You. Thank you. Uh, you could even see the act. I, I, I was defending him. I was, you know, I was covering for him. But holy shit, like you can just see it on his back. You can almost see the tumors forming <laughs> in I'm, certain I'm, spots. I'm going to be clearly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on the, the side of neutral until that's why i'm just gonna say this i'm not saying he does steroids because like he said i pass all of my drug tests i'm sure you do and i'm sure as champion vince says hey gender in four weeks we're gonna be piss testing you okay let me get off my cycle let me take some little estrogen tabs and boom i passed my drug test of course you did Good job, Gender. As Vince hands well, him another syringe. We can we can we can talk about this more wow. on on the doctor's uh, sideshow, Doctor Dapper's medical corner. Uh, the doctor's to, in. The doctor's yeah. in. Uh, so with that, uh, unless do you guys have anything else on the championship match? Uh, oh, you know what? Let, let's just... let let's let's actually pitch this out. Uh, okay. Who is where? You think he's going there next? It, is is this feud continuing? Please, God, no. And if it's yeah. not, who is Gender's next opponent? Baron. No, I don't Baron think it's going to be Baron. I think it's going to be Baron Corbin. And I hope... no, he's going to feud with somebody heel, so Baron can cash heel, in that. Heel versus heel? I don't think so. Yeah. I hope to God he just wipes the floor with Gender Mahal. I have I feel, the perfect I feel like answer. Oh, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. Sami Zayn. Why are you getting so close? Cause I want to, I want to feel him. <laughs> no, I just wanted to get closer to the mic. Uh, Sami Zayn is going to. Uh, no. To, no, it's a wasted feud. Just like well, Mojo Riley. No, it looked like it, it was going to be Mojo, but now he's back with this championship. So who, realistically, there he's, uh, KO is going to be feuding with AJ. So and Corbin is not. They're not going to have him. No, feud. no. We, AJ, AJ and Shinsuke are going to be doing some stuff. I, I think they're going to lose coming back 4th of July. <laughs> Rusev? No. Oh, yeah. He's not going to be wrestling, though. 
Yes, he is. You think you think he's going to let that 16-time championship like little blip be what defined him or is he going to go past? I think he's going 17 against gender. Okay, and I think Baron Corbin's going to kill You might him. be on to something there, Dap, just because they were saying the former 16-time champion when they were introducing him with Ric Flair then they quicker are like, "But don't don't remember him for that. Remember that he's the only two-time Hall of Famer ever." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I will but say it's okay that that is a good Triple H could be a three-time Hall of Famer. He's got Evolution, Degeneration X, and Triple H going by himself. And the when DX goes, you could have Flair in there again for when he was a manager helping out Charlotte when she first started. No, Charlotte will never go in there. Or the Nexus. Like... No, no, you could have <laughs> Ric Flair go in as the manager. No. Anyway, they, they would have him go in as the third time with Evolution. If if John Cena coming back, Black Scorpion <laughs> means he's actually fighting, then he would be the next logical feud with Jinder. I think. I mean, you got the guy who's saying how the U.S. sucks, and how oh we're coming to take your jobs and all that. I speak two languages, oh. and then you're gonna have John Cena come out after filming his TV show The Patriot, after doing his Couldn't movie you... The okay. Great Wall. Couldn't you? And then he's gonna come out being like, "You speak two languages." I speak no, English, I, it, I speak it, Mandarin, and all these other things. It just hit me what's going to happen. Couldn't you have K? Couldn't he say the same exact thing with KO though? No, KO only speaks two languages. No, but I'm saying John like he, 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 yeah, but KO's like making fun of America by being the whole face of America thing and parading. Yeah, around but we've already had, we've already had John Cena as the U.S. champion. Anyway, what he's going for, he's going say, for the seventeen times. Okay, so we need somebody strong who we don't want to see get the championship, or maybe we do. We're going to have Rusev come back to fight gender. We're going to have Baron cash in, take the belt. Then we're going to have somebody chase him for it, probably Shinsuke or... So does Rus- Does that mean Rusev's face? i got to imagine that everybody's going to be a face, whoever is going to I, challenge I think gender. Rusev's going to be that neutral. Kind, He's going to be the face because he was the face against gender when they were Yeah, uh, I was going to say, it's... It's kind of a neutral thing where he's gonna. He's a character that bounces. I mean, he goes from face to heel so pretty he'll, easily. He'll, he'll be a tweener. And may, do you think they might? He might. They might actually roll with this. Uh, this handsome Rusev gimmick. And they do oh, have ravishing cool. Alana, so I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm sticking with my idea. I'm thinking John. John Cena is going to be the 17 well, time champion. Still, that's still a month away. So who? What's Jinder going to do in the meantime? Not he's appear. gonna. He's going to do nothing. He's just going to walk out and be like, I am the Maharaja. Yeah, we'll probably get we'll probably get one more Randy interaction. I will on say a live TV. You you heard it here first. If if his next feud happens to be with Sammy, do wouldn't you guys not be surprised? I mean, he is a face. He was one of the few faces. I, I don't think Sammy's going to get his title shot yet. But it's like, where'd it come from? But he's the guy that always where loses. Was the so if if just if because he... he's the only face, TJ. not. Let's move, let's move on to the main ladder match. So I can say this: I mean, Sammy impressed me tonight because okay, he actually fought. He didn't spend the entire match on his back. So I that, will say this: one thing about because we're going into the ladder match, right? Uh, we're we got the tag match, and then we're gonna get to the tag match. match. Yeah, oh, there was one matter. that we kind of talked about quick enough. That, uh, uh, the fashion police doing so, four moves and so winning. We have Brizongo versus, and we find we finally find out who the culprit was, the that attacked, 
um, Tyler Breeze and trashed their evidence room. It was the one and only paint sniffing uh, ascension. Robert. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so um, they've challenged the fashion police. The heels control most of the match, but then Fandango gets hot tagged in and beats up Connor until he reverses into a sidewalk slam. Fandango then gets the roll up for the win, <laughs> and yeah. I I don't really have a stupid comment. big waste of time. Uh, they were probably like, crap, why didn't the legend stand up? We were supposed to fill like five minutes of extra time. We gotta do something. Oh, two call things. Call out the fashion police. Call out the ascension. Two two things. Just everybody yeah. had um, gender going over except for Dapper, right? In the fourth, Dapper and in our I think our, our fourth guest, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you and me both had gender going over, so we were yeah. we were pretty close. We were neck and this neck. This is where this is where the ladder match was interesting, and I was texting. Yeah, no, it came, about it came it. down to the ladder match for us. Um, CJ. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we had um, if we were aware of this Brizango Ascension match, I think everybody would have said Brizango. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. We both said. Fashion Police were going to win, and the Colognes were going to lose. No, see, no I, got how the, split up, I got the women's helpful. match right, and I got the ladder match main event correct. What needed that's, to happen, and what, what needed to happen, and I told Jess about it, was that if AJ Styles won, CJ won the predictions. If AJ Styles lost or Baron Corbin won, Jess wins. Yeah. Because you, you had, because we made it to be the false... False uh, briefcase grabs. Closest one wins. Just picked two, for some random reason. He picked that only two people were gonna grab the <laughs> the, the, the briefcase. It was gonna for the fences, Dap. I was so confident in my initial picks. I didn't need. It that was gonna be. Point. It was gonna be James Ellsworth. That was gonna be one, and then uh, AJ was probably gonna get the other false finish. Yeah, but um, so you you were there if. If AJ won, which it looked like he was going well, let's, to at first, let, let's not let's not bury the lead. We let's let's actually say what happens. I want to say one thing though about the ladder match, that how we saw during all the entrances, Shinsuke came out, Baron Corbin interrupted the the entrance, beat him down with like he's like three I don't kicks. I don't want to wait ten minutes for you to make your entrance. Yeah. <laughs> beat him down. Shinsuke went back to the training room. Match continued. Now, like, I know we're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff. Now, our fans are not stupid. It is obvious that Shinsuke is coming back. So, okay, so how does that technically work? Because he wasn't in the match when they started. See, I feel because that should it, have been a just disqualification on but it's, but somebody's But in the multi-person match, there is no disqualification. Yeah, yeah but the match hasn't started, so it's an assault outside. It doesn't matter. I mean, they well, do it all I mean, the time. I mean, Corbin's been suspended and fined. I mean, if Shane if Shane was not like in an underground bunker because Shane only... wasn't there, that's why he's tweeting. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I, I want like an in-universe explanation for what Shane was doing, even if it was just him, <laughs> him like just stuck in his house, like my door won't open. Uh, if Shane <laughs> was physically there, door, or if even even if Daniel Bryan was there, you could probably make an argument, Jess, that they could stop the match and be like, "Hey, Corbin, you know what?" You're out, and if they could probably even announce, they probably wouldn't because that would ruin the surprise. Be like, 
just to let it clarify, if Shinsuke does magically heal before the end of this match, he can come and fight. Like, well, that's well, the thing. That, is I think they that always might be something where the card prevents them from doing that because you pay to go see the matches based off what they tell you is going to be there. So it's like they keep, don't change that stuff. They might add somebody extra to the match the day of or pull a pre-show match and swap it for you know a mainstay show match. But, but in I terms mean, of pulling somebody from an actual event, I don't think it's ever been done. No, they and they won't. Like it was. It was obvious it was something was going to happen, but what I don't understand is how it's kind of like going off a tangent, like in the movies, how everyone was like, "Oh, Indiana Jones and last Indiana Jones," it's it's ridiculous to think he survives a nuclear blast in a refrigerator, but yet it's okay that he parachutes his way out of an airplane with an upside down raft, <laughs> yeah. then goes down Niagara Falls and survives. Like we believe that, but we don't believe the refrigerator. It's it's a day. It's, it's a B-movie that, that people take a little too seriously. But what I don't understand is how we were pissed when Roman Reigns gets beat down during the Royal Rumble, lays out in the side of the thing for like two hours, and then pops up at the end and wins. Or when somebody else gets beat down, goes backstage, comes back again, and he's like, no, I'm not going out this way, and comes back. Like, we're angry about that. But when it's Shinsuke, we're like, yay, Shinsuke. Well, I think, I think uh, I'm usually okay with it because, you know, it's showing like, oh, uh, the underdog is battled back. You know, he got, he got beat down by the cowardly heel before the start of the, the match even. And he's able to, to summon the testicular fortitude to battle his, ba- his way back up and, and, and put on a good show in a pretty brutal uh, ladder match. I think, yeah, that's, the, I think like, that's the angle they're going for, at least. Um, but, I mean, like, you can tell, like, Roman Reigns, for instance, they just hate him to hate him. Like, he's done this, and we hate you. Shinsuke, they just love him because his name is Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, there's a, there's a whole... I, th- I think it goes Roman along Reigns. the psychology of it, though. Yeah, it's, bring... If you enjoy something, you're willing to give little hiccups a pass. I mean... Suspension of disbelief. It's why you don't hear people bitching about the Pirates movie that had yeah. plot holes you could drive a bus through, and everybody's bitching about scenes from The Mummy where they're like, oh, I don't understand this. How is this? I just too big a logic leap. <laughs> I think I think the, the thing, though, is whenever you bring up Roman Reigns is in his completely separate category, and because because this is a SmackDown pay-per-view, we're, let's not even address him because we could probably have multiple episodes just dedicated on yeah, we the don't anomaly have to address it. known I'm as saying... Roman Reigns and his his fisting. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I'm not I'm not trying to address it. I'm just saying like I think that's interesting though how you took two baby faces, did the same thing. We hate one and we love the other. It goes into who are you enjoying it? Yeah, that, nobody was enjoying the Roman, Roman Reigns having that title push yeah, out of nowhere. That's the whole Shinsuke. that's the whole problem. Shinsuke did that, but he didn't win. Roman did that, and he won. So, so or he, let's... I'm sorry, he didn't win, but set up for himself to fight Triple H. Before I give a yeah. brief recap, uh, let's go ahead and reveal who our picks were. For those that weren't in the know, this was for I did the AJ. This was for the contract. And our fourth guest was Kevin Owens. This is for the Money in the Bank contract. It was between Baron Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura. The United States champion Kevin Owens, uh, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and I'm pretty sure that's it. 
Yeah. Oh, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Can't no, forget about, about Dolph. Say, heel Ziggler. Yeah, Heel Ziggler. Uh, I do like that his pants even say that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, myself and Dapper picked AJ. The mystery, mystery guest picked Kevin Owens. And then Mr. Jess. Jess picked Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. So, like... How do you say it like that? Like, the end of the days is here. <laughs> like like uh, Dapper alluded to earlier... Um, Shinsuke gets attacked from behind because he's the he's the second to last one to come out. He gets attacked by Baron. Uh, Sammy then the match starts and Sammy takes on KO and Corbin and Dolph fight AJ. Uh, kind of like the Extreme Rules, but because they had the ladders involved, they they had some extra props to uh, to hide or, around and stuff. So this the beginning of this match was a little fast faster and a little less awkward than the Extreme Rules one, uh, where <laughs> Roman just stood there in the center of the ring. This one, it was just an all-out brawl to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, Once again, I love how only the people from the independents take ladder shots. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Corbin and AJ fight on the ladder, and Dolph climbs over him to fight AJ in a pretty cool spot. Um, yes. like, like he climbs around him like a about, monkey. I'll tell you this much. I've always said it since day one of this podcast and beyond. That Sami Zayn has the best has the best death scenes ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he sticks I'll his tell you this much: KO gave him a run for his money. I watched that man pop off of like three ladders and die. Like I think he died. <laughs> he made me believe he stood up and died. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah. So what you're alluding to? Eventually, Sami lands. The because uh, Sammy goes on a little uh, a little hot streak. Yeah, and, it uh, was impressive to actually he, see him do something other than laying on his back. He lands a crazy sunset flip power bomb. Uh, and, yeah, that, and that was insane. When he lands after that power bomb, though, I like to say this: like when he lands, it did look like he hurt his leg. It looked yeah. his leg looked like, like it, he it hyperextended. Like his leg it. buckled. Yeah, and when he was working himself up, our fourth mystery guest, who was watching the pay per view with me. Was like, is he having a seizure right now? <laughs> He's I'm summoning like, no, 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 his that's fighting just, spirit. That's just that's just the Sami Zayn mage. Yeah, like <laughs> he just has mange and rabies. That's just what he does. So so then he runs over and gives a corner apron uh, slam to KO uh, and it, killed him. Yeah, and then KO uh, basically dies. AJ and Corbin go back and forth, and then AJ gets choke slammed into the exposed ladder that was. Uh, uh, Propped, to the ground. Yeah, it yeah, was it was propped in between the steel steps and the uh, one of the announcer tables, um, and that came into play a little bit more. Um, oh, and there was a different ladder spot where um, I forget who got slammed into it, but the uh, the ladder Sammy slammed. He got KO the, into it. Yeah, the ladder got all distorted, and you couldn't even yeah. use it anymore. Um, that was the first time KO died. Yeah, that was then the the, the apron DDT move. Mm-hmm. was another death of KO. And so, then I think AJ Styles did another move to KO on the perpendicular or the parallel ladder. Yeah, that that AJ one's didn't break it. That that one's coming up. So, um Sammy tries to go for the briefcase but gets knocked off. AJ then does the fireman's carry slam onto KO through that same ladder that he was slammed yeah. on. Uh, that was 
That was death number three. Yeah, that was number three. (laughs) So AJ climbs the ladder and grabs the briefcase as Dolph pulls the ladder away. So uh, AJ's left dangling. I actually thought this was going to be the end of the match. I thought he was going to be able to unhook the... uh... They've done it before, but they've never unhooked it. What I thought was going to happen, because you saw him climb, I'm like, oh my god, he's going to climb the... He's gonna climb the, this is when the chain I this is when I got my unhook it. Yeah, I thought he was gonna climb it and be the first one ever to unhook it. I was feeling the rage building as I started to doubt myself with uh, Styles possibly winning so, some uh, crazy rope trick. So AJ dangles yeah. for like no one's ever climbed the rope. He he hangs on for dear life well, for it was like a, chain a minute. Too. That's that was different. Usually it is just that string or the wire, but this was a big wire, chain. No one's ever no one's ever tried to climb it. But we've never had like a 180 pound guy in the ladder match so, that was uh, strong like AJ. So yeah, eventually AJ does lose to uh, gravity and he falls to the canvas and it does look like that hurt. I mean, that must have been like a 20 foot drop, give or take, right? And yeah. oh, I want to make a point real quick. I found our new Bray Wyatt. His name is AJ Styles. Bray Wyatt walks down the ramp slow mo style. Turns off the lights, turns them on, and there he is. AJ lights on. He just literally appears out of nowhere. Like when Sammy was climbing the the ladder, you just see Sammy like, ah, uh, ah, uh, what? Forearm out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Way better than an RKO out of nowhere. And then I know we're getting to it when Shinsuke is there with the ladder about to climb up. And then you just see him so I'm like, what? Why did he stop? It zooms out and AJ standing there. I'm like, where did he come from? <laughs> he literally is the new eater of worlds. Yeah. He just appears out of nowhere. That's why he's so phenomenal. So uh, Corbin throws he's Dolph. He's a lantern and a light trick. <laughs> Corbin throws Dolph to the outside and grabs the ladder as Shinsuke's music hits. You couldn't, you couldn't let me say that that one last sentence. I thought, I thought we've got past that point. <laughs> so, uh, so Shinsuke comes back out and he's like, he's. I was just too pumped for the he's still, phenomenal magic trick. He's still. Um, selling the attack so he's still obviously hurt obviously yeah, I mean, that selling it selling it is all it's a pretty loose term they use for this <laughs> well uh, he's, as... like, he's like oh my rib oh i gotta be up there now i'm better <laughs> <laughs> so uh corbin throws the ladder at shinsuke i love that but shinsuke is able to dodge by running in and he starts attacking corbin uh shinsuke then lands two kinshasas on dolph and then on Sammy, and he's the only one standing uh, in the ring. Kevin Owens tries to keep the ladder uh, that Shinsuke has to the outside, and then he eats a Kinshasa as well. So KO dies a fourth time. Yeah, uh, yeah that that did look like it killed him. He was just done. So then he's we died get multiple times. So then we get my favorite moment of the match because AJ runs in, and like you were saying, he just appears out of nowhere, and he we literally get a... just went like mind freak and what and i think and what i think should be the wrestlemania main event next year and what should be uh, uh a match that i will go fly somewhere to see is uh sh- we get the stare down between aj and shinsuke uh we get some yes chants right away from the crowd as the two former new japan superstars oh, uh go speaking at of it. yes chance watching back to the women's ladder Watching uh, Ellsworth 
look up and back and forth at the belt yes. or the briefcase. It was yes, I'm like, yes. oh, you put your yes. hands down now. <laughs> You're just doing it to do it now. Like, oh, it was a moment. Minutes. You had this guy who was going to win it the first a ever women's moment. <laughs> yeah, they didn't as, even as a misogynist, it. you can look at this as a great moment of <laughs> women can't even win their own competition. A man has saying. to do it for like, them. The first women's match, and you don't even let a woman win it. Like, come on, I could see that like ten years down the road. You we'll, screw it up like that. We'll we'll, we'll see how we'll see. Only time will tell to see how that goes down in history. It we won't they really won't ever do it again. Well, we won't really be able to know. Uh, to have a full opinion on that until we see what Sh- Carmella Shane does or with it. Shane. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's why Shane O'Mac wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. The writers are like, we have this idea. He's like, no, are you guys crazy? And they're like, crazy enough to lock you in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and then he just kind of slide his iPhone under there so he could tweet. <laughs> so, so back might to... might as well just do a tag team ladder match now. Back to the... Well, it's called TLC. They do it. They've done it before. Just, uh, I just want Shane to come out and be like, you know what, guys? F it. Money in the banks for everybody. <laughs> well, like I was saying, you, I think guy. I think money during the, the I want to see the reps go so for money good. in the bank too. <laughs> I think I've actually said it before during our prediction show, but I think they should actually do money in the bank like every three months or so and have multiple contracts floating around at once, or have uh, you know matches for the the number one contendership going on all the time because uh could you imagine having like two or three cash-ins over the course of one night and they just keep changing the uh the course of the belt no every member of the shield was a world heavyweight champion in one night it happens so uh anyway back to the actual match itself aj uh actually gets some solid strikes on the king of strong style uh but uh he gets reversed into a chokehold Shinsuke then runs into a forearm out of nowhere, and both men are down. The two faces then start battling at the top of the ladder. And then, out of nowhere, Baron Corbin throws the ladder down and runs up the ladder and gets the win. I loved this match. I effing hated this finish just for how... Yes. Not not for the fact that it was yes. Baron Corbin winning. It was yes. just how it ended itself because... Yes. Because the AJ yes. the AJ Shinsuke stuff was yes. so good. Why did why did yes. Corbin just have to nonchalantly? Because throw they gotta save that for later, man. They gotta tease you the police and Corbin was destined to win this match. I mean, the, the rumors what? were saying that he was the favorite for ever since like January, so it's not too surprising. What I will say, and I'll agree with you, CJ. I did, I love the match. It was better than the Usos tag match. Oh, this was definitely the best match yeah, of the this, night. This, this of the the night. Match. This, I, oh, well, the I mean, misogynist in me still God, thinks the women's match was I the best. To, I hope to God the the name drop of the pay per view is the best of the night. <laughs> I hate to I hate to think the fashion police outdid stole the, money the show in the bank at the Money in the Bank pay per view. Yeah. But what I hated about the finish, same way I hated about the uh, cage match with the Hardy Boys, is like I was saying. They dangle their leg over there. Just get your leg over. Make it look realistic. And then you got everybody like, oh, oh God, I'm on the third rung. I'm almost there. <laughs> and then you get Baron Corbin, like a freaking chipmunk running up a tree. Oh, got it. What? Like, where have yeah. you been? It, I believe just... that Shinsuke did it because Shinsuke's been in the training room for like an hour while everyone else fought. 
It just but seemed like, it, it kind of just took the. It seemed like somebody was like, like Vincent was in the ref's ear, being like, "Dude, we got like a minute and a half. It, Get Corbin up there." To me, it it took the wind out of the sails as far as how the yeah. finish was booked. It wasn't the fact that it was Corbin going over; it was just the sudden abruptness it of it. It was how he did it. It would be better if they did kind of like how Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental at the other at that I think it was WrestleMania 31 or something, one of those. Where he was just like, Miz was there. He's like, yes, I got it. Like, have Dolph Ziggler be there, be like, yes, I'm about to get the belt. And then Corbin climb up behind him and just shove him off and take it. Like, have some kind of a buildup. Because it was like, like you said, AJ and Shinsuke, everyone's like, oh, my God. Like, this oh is my amazing. God. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Like, it's yeah. over. Like, we had a buildup and blue balls. Like and if the payoff, what did I say? They gotta tease you to please you, John. You're you're all hard. You're wanting to stay with this product, and you're gonna wait till you get that juicy match. Yep. And then I just deleted the account. Well, the payoff, (laughs) just like with the women's the women's booking, the the payoff (laughs) the account. The payoff is all that matters, and that's what's kind of weird about this pay per view because so much of it is about setup with the briefcases. So with that said, history first. (laughs) Yeah. With that said, what do you guys think Corbin is going to do? with the briefcase and what do you think is going to happen with is it going to be against gender is it going to when is it going to no. be are we going to wait all the way till wrestlemania uh etc etc it's going to be it's going to be during your face because right now he's got no reason to fight gender mahal except for like they i mean they teased it jbl was like everybody's fighting for something uh baron corbin fights for no one he fights for himself he cares about no one so I mean, he might just come at the Singh brothers and lay them out. Well, could you and then uh, just beat could, up gender? Could you argue that Corbin probably has the best chance uh, against a guy like gender? Uh, like, yeah, because he's got Vince McMahon tied a rocket to his ass and shot him off in the face. <laughs> well, what what I mean by that is like you could probably argue that gender is the least experienced champion that smackdown's had in a little while so maybe corbin would think like oh well this is my best shot i'm gonna go after him right now yeah i mean like how do you make someone who's greener than goose shit look like a veteran you put someone who's even more greener than goose yeah (laughs) just some restraint what what do you think uh what do you think just the only man that did correctly predict this uh um, honestly, before I give you an educated guess, I'm going to need to see the next SmackDown to see if they set anything up for him. Yeah. He doesn't have anything currently open, and I think that's why they did it, because... Well, is he going to sit on it? Got, if somebody think, got injured, yeah, think... I think he, I think he truthfully is going to sit on it. Mm-hmm. I don't see him being the one that dethroned gender, but I, I see him taking down the next person immediately. Now... he's. I don't see him dethroning gender... In three we- in four weeks, but I do see him. I think, and I'll give you this: out of the people who could have won the the briefcases, they picked perfect people for heelish ways to win. Like I could see Baron Corbin walking back, like Jinder Mahal walking backstage, talking to one of the Shing Shing brothers, and be like, "Where's your brother at? I don't know. Where is he?" And then you see a dead body hanging from a flagpole <laughs> with Baron Corbin's lone wolf T-shirt on him. Like that's his I calling card. <laughs> three three wolf moon shirt. He's like, like, I can, 
Somebody's got to move those shirts, man. That that's a great idea, by the way. <laughs> like, uh, I could I could see him like strategically taking them out. He's making just, nooses out of the shirts like, that aren't selling and hanging people with them. Yeah, just to like screw with Jinder Mahal, and then like two months down the road, three months down the road, they're gonna do kind of like what they did with Carmella. Jinder's in a fight against probably Rusev, and then the howl hits. And he's like, oh, my God. Then Rusev pins gender, and then Baron Corbin comes out from behind and beats Rusev. See, I was... Like, uh... I could see them doing something stupid like that, but he's got to do heelish things to make it work. I, I was thinking because... I... the One of the reasons why I predicted AJ was... Like, choking I was... trainer just I... to throw him into Dean Ambrose to put him under a forklift. I was leaning like... towards KO, Sammy, or AJ, but mainly towards AJ or Sammy because... Because Jinder is the champ currently, I got to imagine that because Corbin is also a heel, he's not going to fight Jinder for the belt. So we're we're going to have to we're not going to really know what's going what Corbin's going to do with this case until a face has the belt. I think. But I mean, you saw Jinder uh, Corbin as a heel attack Dolph Ziggler as a heel when Dolph Ziggler was congratulating him, saying, "Good job, kid." And he just lays him out. True. Like you can, you can see he's a heel that's all on his own. Yeah, but and Kevin I hate Owens Baron does that Corbin stuff too. And I hate to compare him to this, but he's like the Conan the Barbarian of the heels, where he flies under no man's flag. He just he's literally wow. the lone wolf. Yes, I know. Wow, I put that John, in. There. John, hand check, man. Are you touching yourself while you're saying this? That is your wet dream. <laughs> But like <laughs> the only person not to put him up. Uh, but so that's so, what I can see him being. Like he can be the heel that he's like, hey, it's nothing personal, it's business. I want my belt. So when <laughs> when does he teleports behind him? Nothing personal. So kid. when when does he cash in? I think he'll cash in in like a couple months. He'll cash in when it's the least opportune for him personally, but best for business for the WWE. Well, do you think that would be like something like a the big pay per view, like the SummerSlam or yeah, the Survivor Series? It'll be, it'll exactly be a big pay per view because if you're gonna have Jinder Mahal beat Randy Orton three times in a row, you gotta let Jinder Mahal hold the belt for a while. So I mean, it's obvious Jinder's gonna win the next pay per view in a month, but the next pay per view after that. That's questionable. You got to give him at least like a three, four month title reign. Uh, What's coming after? Goodness it. gracious, great balls of fire. <laughs> I actually am not sure. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, but uh, what um, what do you think of the uh, the other? What's gonna happen with all the other contenders in this in this area as far as the the people that didn't get the briefcase? They're just gonna go back to their original feuds they were in. Well, and that's well. I yeah, think I could, I could see Shinsuke switching over to Kevin Owens for a fight. I could see Zayn and uh, AJ having a tiff. I think just kind of um, switched up a little bit, but I don't think anybody's moving past where they currently are. I don't think KO is losing the belt. I don't think Gender's gonna lose the belt. So it's just gonna be the mid card guys are repositioning to see who's fighting who. So yeah. I th- I think it's going to be KO and um and AJ Styles. I think Corbin is going to feud with Shinsuke and then that's going to leave uh Sammy and Dolph and that I mean I'm sure that 
that could work. Uh, Dapper, I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. Unless, unless Jess, you know this, does the Money in the Bank winner have to defend the briefcase? No, no. Okay, they don't have to defend it. But can I say one thing about the Money in the Bank match to just solidify what I've always said about Sami Zayn as the number one death scene in the WWE? Did you notice as after Baron Corbin held up the briefcase, they're like, let's see the contenders that were with him. You see Sinchke like, oh, God. You see Kevin Owens like, oh, God. AJ, oh, man, it hurts. And then you just see, for our our podcast listeners who can't see the video, I'm just going to do a dead face. But you just see Sami Zayn leaning up against the wall like, <laughs> like he literally died. My, my dreams. He looked like... He looked like he had a heart attack, and he his eyes are wide open, just leaned against the wall like, "This is how it ends." Uh, like you could see the fly land on his eye, move around <laughs> a little bit, and then fly away. Hello, darkness, my old friends. <laughs> there we go. But hey, let's wrap this one up. And uh... did you guys have any closing thoughts uh, on any of the matches, the pay per view I... overall? I thought this was a really good pay per. I thought this was. I thought an, it was a good pay per view. I thought this I thought was an the o- last one was better. I thought I thought this was an okay pay per view saved by a really good main event. With I okay think this finish. was the best pay per view of the year. That's wow. just because you had the closest predictions to what actually happened. Well, this with, is don't, don't hate me because you hate me, man. About it because I've been giving you shit for the last two months. This pay per view, I will give you. You'd made good picks because you picked based off of your personality and you didn't rely on the championship rule or a tiebreaker. So I'll give you that. With with that said, uh, Jess, do you have I any closing that. closing comments? I appreciate you both showing up to get your asses spanked. It's always um <laughs> it's always difficult to find, you know, pins willing to be knocked down every week, but it was good hey. good good on you both to turn out here tonight and just Take what I have to give you. I know it's a little hey, light, but I'm saving it. It's okay. I'm just going to say this. Bruno San Martino, the longest title reign in history, is in the Hall of Fame. But Ric Flair, the longest amount, like the biggest title reign, as in like 16 times, is in there twice. So it seems like WWE's uh, already told us the number of championships you hold is better than the length. So right now you're still just tied with me one and one. I'm coming you, for that two times. Yeah, but you you can ask any woman; they'll tell you it's all about the length. <laughs> I'll talk to you <laughs> and, guys later. And, and with and with that, that said, we're gonna end this episode. And you're not. <laughs> we're we're gonna end. Okay, okay, guys. With that, we're gonna end this episode <laughs> of Kayfabe is not dead. Give us a like, a comment, a subscribe. Give us some feedback, uh, and uh, look us up on our WordPress blog and. Uh, and tune in next time. Mic drop.